Welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast discussing entertainment news and reviews. Talking entertainment news and reviews. Bat Matt. Man, I always get confused on this one. Matt, what should people do? <laughs> like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah. Uh, check out our TikTok. We yeah. had one that was so funny it actually made Preston laugh. Yeah, multiple times. So that's uh, that's something right it's there. It's all about uh, sexism in the movie industry and the male gaze. It wasn't so much about the male gaze. No, nah, it wasn't. No. The female gaze. Yeah. 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 It's funny. At, not, just, at just Us Losers Pod. Not doing nearly as well as the uh, plot twists one, which hmm. I think is probably about now 25,000 views. Look so easily our best one. We're famous by probably a uh, by about seven times the the next most popular one. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you're here from TikTok, welcome. Yeah, leave now before you're in too deep. No, don't stay and give <laughs> us your money. We have no way for you to give us money except uh, for like listening and yeah, letting us letting the algorithm work. Mm-hmm. You could mail us a check. I'm not telling you my address, but give us a five star rating or a like on whatever you're listening to. Well, apparently we that's go. a thing that you're supposed to do. Oh. Well, I've been saying that all along. Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah. Or leave a five-star review. Matt, what's been going on lately? Uh, Do you have any trailers that I need to watch before we get into this? Uh, There's a new one for Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 that I haven't seen yet. I I don't want to see it, because I want to go into the last two episodes fully, fully a virgin. Yep. Too late for that one. Um, Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I also am just... want to avoid spoilers i'm very excited um the guy who i believe was the guy who plays eddie described the last two episodes as quote absolute carnage good so sony verse crossover confirmed yeah i was gonna say we're getting some uh <laughs> woody harrelson yeah i mean there are some like serial killer vibes in both i guess i haven't seen carnage yeah. yet. um so that's maybe a thing also he's definitely dead <laughs> Yeah, I love him so much. I want to. I want to see what else this actor is in. He seems like so much fun. I'm curious. Well, you know, I I have all the world's information at my fingertips. Yep. As it turns out, so he's in pretty much nothing. I've looked it up before, but he's... okay, I could I could vamp for a moment while I I t- type in the buttons uh, to figure out which things he's been in before. Or Gage can just cut this part or out. Gage and can just get cut the this answer part out. immediately. But, you know, like Joseph Quinn, he was in Overlord um never heard of it it was the world war ii horror movie that was originally supposed to be a cloverfield movie and then they're like yeah i'll just do it as its own thing okay came out a couple years ago it's apparently fine okay um he was on game of thrones for probably i did see that yeah probably one episode or something not the only game of thrones person that's in this season oh come on really even i noticed it oh yeah. Yeah. Jack and Hagar. Yeah. Max. <laughs> <laughs> what? Max. <laughs> okay. You seen it? Have you seen his last name in print? Is it just all consonants? It's like it's Polish, so it's like W-L- so it is all consonants. It's like W L J A something. Yeah. Who would who would be stupid enough to have a Polish last name? Yeah. I think Karolczak. It's probably like Vladicek or something, but I don't want to check. Yeah, he was on one episode of Game of Thrones. Gotcha. And presumably many things after this. Yeah. Well, this show has been a bit of a, star a launching maker. point for a lot yeah. of a lot of actors. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Finn Wolfhard's been getting a fair amount of work. Yeah. Um, David Harbour, like 
He existed before. Yeah. That. He's in Quantum of Solace. I think this is a Winona Ryder's kind of breakout role, too. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> have you seen the been? interview with her and David Harbour where she was like, yeah, you know, I was like back in like the 80s when like I like didn't look very good. And David Harbour was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just the humility was. Ah, <laughs> oh. yep. Wow. What was the original point of this? Oh, there was a trailer. There was a trailer for- <laughs> that we're not going to watch. <laughs> oh, what a waste of time we are. Great quality content. What else right happened? Uh, Lightyear came out. Oh, yeah. How's it doing? Not great. Really? Yeah. Uh, about 50- I've heard it's good. I've heard it's, it's like, fine. It's like Pixar good. Mm-hmm. Not like the best ever, but yeah. like, you know, it hits the Pretty emotional solid. beats. It mm-hmm. apparently is a little bit more serious than the toy story movies okay so i I can live with that i'm excited to see it um it's not bombing but it went for about 50 million at the um domestic weekend box on its Hmm. opening which is a little low for a movie like that yeah um it was still it was beat out by jurassic world's second weekend oh um really it's pretty close it was like 53 to 50. Jurassic World is good enough to warrant a second weekend success. That's not the question. Okay. <laughs> well, because like if it was bad enough, word of mouth would have killed it pretty quickly. But like, it would have to be really that's bad true. to kill a movie like that. Yeah, it would have to be just legendary. Are there any movies bad. that we know of that have been like killed off in a week? Uh, Hellboy 2019, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's a this feels like a you project. What's the what are the movies that have had the um, the highest week one to week two box office drop off relative to their original budget. And, that sounds like a fascinating thing. And I will correlate com- it, correlate it with their meta score. And I will uh, completely forget to do this. <laughs> Gage, tell me to do this. Gage, tell him to do it. Tell me to do it. I'll be fun. Just do it. It's not like I have a business to run or a wedding to plan or a job to maintain or so many other things that I'm drawing a blank on right now. It's only four things. <laughs> you got it under control. I'm only spinning like four plates, but they're about the size of the earth. <laughs> For me. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Game of Thrones decided that they're doing a thing. <sighs> you know Game of Thrones that? says that they're going to do a sequel series for Jon Snow. Do we need it? Heck no. Do we want it? No. Not really. The thing is, this could... What I said to Carter, our friend Carter, when he texted me about this, mm-hmm. is there's a chance for it to be good. Mm-hmm. Because, as we all know, everyone's character arcs got butchered mm-hmm. in the last season. <laughs> So, like, there was no, like, really satisfying resolution for anybody. Right. So, like, they could kind of fix that. Mm -hmm. Like, they could have him be like, wow, that was a really unsatisfying conclusion to my life. I'm going to go on an adventure that's going to kind of tie up all the threads that were set up in the first four and a half seasons. Yeah, that'd be fun. (laughs) When was Battle of the Bastards? Six, season six, right? Season six. Uh, First six seasons. (laughs) Yep. He gets, uh recruited by the faceless men to hunt down drogon and slay drogon i'd take it honestly that'd be dumb as balls but i'd, I'd love it yeah <laughs> um why do you think they're doing this i have a theory and the theory makes me a little worried 
my theory is at this point they probably have a good idea how good House of Dragon House of the Dragon is gonna be. Okay. And I suspect that they think it's gonna be pretty bad. Oh. Because Jon Snow is a fan favorite character. Um mm-hmm. and they could see this as sort of a play it safe move. Um mm. this is what happens next. Oh, it's a character you know and love. It's it's I could imagine them in their studio executive way perceiving the problem with house of the dragon to be that it's new characters, new time frame, It's confusing. Right. Um, people aren't going to like it. Maybe test audiences had reactions like that. Um, so they go for the safe play to try to resurrect the brand a little bit and save themselves from the failure. That's my concern. Uh, have no specific evidence to suggest that whatsoever, but we'll see. What yeah. Are, what are your thoughts? <sighs> I think it's the same bullshit as Disney quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. I think that this is House of No, oh, this isn't even the first. Uh with the the House of the Dragon and then there was the another one that yeah. was up for a little bit. I think it was a was it a Daenerys? They're doing um they have announced at some point that they're doing one uh about Bran the Builder who built the wall yo yeah that's right they talked about doing that at some point i, I think it's just all part of that i think it's yeah. uh, who's the who owns game of thrones hbo well who owns hbo Warner. yeah oh the dc problem the dc problem yeah let's just throw all these f-ing ideas at the wall and see what sticks and then what people seem to get a general more excited about we'll do it yeah that worked out so well for him yep you know, maybe we'll, okay, maybe this will be what they do for a little, maybe this is their pattern. They, like, do the shotgun mentality for a little bit, flop, mm-hmm. like, three shows, and then just, like, suddenly decide, like, oh, maybe that's not working, and we get the Batman equivalent of the Game of Thrones sequels. <laughs> like, I'm fine with that. If we, if we get five years of hot garbage from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and then land on, like, a Arya sequel that is literally just like her being an assassin i'm all for it <laughs> no but she's gonna go sail off in a boat and have some adventures and be an be assassin the, the world we get a west side of the world aria being an assassin i am all for it if it's good if it's like the batman level good okay. like that's a uh, that is real real high standards right there yeah and it's also real stretching for literally yeah. anything for this to be a good sign of anything. I yeah. think I think it's just the it's the Warner Brother problem yeah. that they're deal, they're fighting against Disney that is just continuously adequate at worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the people who are responsible for uh, brainstorming and coming up with the DC stuff are not the same people that are as. Uh, the people that are coming up with the Game of Thrones stuff. Right. And so it's not the same person who's learned the lesson. Right. And But there's this probably this culture of Warner of try to compete with Disney. Mm-hmm. And Disney's doing a lot, so let's do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have several different people at the top of several different pyramids all having to learn the same lesson over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's whether or not this Game of Thrones thing ends up with the similar outcome as DC... Uh, it's completely up to the people who are in charge of Game of Thrones. It may flop so heavily that they just drop it for 10 years. That never happens. <laughs> That's a lie. They're going to keep throwing shit oh, yeah. at the wall because everyone's going to watch. Yep. It's the same thing like why, you know, so many of the Marvel shows are not good. Disney shows are not good. 
on Disney Plus. Like yeah. bad writing. Like Kenobi, not a well written show. Like I still haven't seen any of it. Oh, I need okay, to, but... you got to. It's yeah. I have the last episode dropped today, and I haven't seen it. Um, it's just there's so much about it that just is like not good and not polished. Yeah, that it's but. Why do they care? We're going to watch it. Yeah. And so I think they, they have that power with uh, Game of Thrones where it's such a strong, like, loyalty mm-hmm. um, and a desire for them to come back from the darkness of game, uh, literally the darkness of season eight. <laughs> um, so I everyone's going to watch House of Dragon, House of the Dragon. Many people will watch House of the Dragon. Everyone that they're going for is going to watch it. Yeah. Um, and it's probably not going to be good, but then everyone's going to watch whatever the next show that comes out. Who knows if the Jon Snow, Snow thing is going to happen. The Jon Show. Jon Show. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Jon Show. It's just, a, it's just a sitcom about him and his wildling buddies. It's just the Jon <laughs> Show. <laughs> Where was he going at the end of the show? Back north of the wall. Back north. Yep. I just want Jon Snow sad in the snow for a season. See, you wanted that with Kenobi, and that's not what we got. We did not get... We oh, got Obi-Wan I guess sad... I'm not, I guess I'm not watching. We got Obi-Wan sad in the desert for maybe half an episode. I guess I'm watching half an episode then. All right. I'm just about people being sad in sort of bleak locations, I guess. Projection much? uh so this leads me to a follow-up question because it's a slow news week so i've got one more bit but it's only one more bit and it's not gonna draw much discussion so when's the quality over or the quantity over quality bubble gonna pop which kind of begs the question is it actually a bubble i don't think it's a bubble okay um i don't think it's the quality or quantity over quality bubble will pop when capitalism stops. Okay. Because what's it what's it driven by? Money and capitalism. And Same as the housing bubble. The market and stuff. Housing bubble has other regulations related to True. it. True. The entertainment industry does not. Um Fair. it has market regulations, mm-hmm. which without getting too economically <laughs> out there, like to me don't do anything (laughs) uh and when the when disney is getting more efficient at putting stuff out Mm -hmm. technology advances where these really high cgi heavy uh projects are getting cheaper to make Mm -hmm. there's there's nothing that's going to stop them then you start getting Disney doing the Blumhouse method where they can afford to put out 77,000 movies a year mm-hmm. and two of them will make enough money to pay it all off. And that's that's I don't ever see that changing. OK, I counter me. Come on. I have a counterpunch. Uh, I think you're thinking of it from the supply side, but you need to be thinking about it from the demand side. Think about the consumer. We are. Mm-hmm heavy duty consumers of pop culture. We are the guys that Disney can, that are Disney's profit profiting off of because we will go see everything they make. We will pay for their stupid. Not as of last time. Cause we decided we're going to stop true. just blindly going to see all the movies. <laughs> I do want to see Thor though. Cause I'm excited. Yes, about me that. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're getting exhausted. Yeah. We are like the apex customer for them. Mm-hmm. And if we're getting exhausted, 
your average Joe on the street's getting exhausted. Yeah. Which means there's going to be a little less attention. And if that attention is more dispersed because they're making 16 Game of Thrones shows and 12 Star Wars shows and a new Marvel movie every month and a new DC movie every month. And when the streaming bubble pops. Okay. They can put as many as they want out there because like, look at Disney. It's they land on Disney plus a month later. Mm -hmm. So like, and my parents watch all the stuff when it gets on Disney plus, they don't spend money, but they're still paying for Disney plus. Yep. So they're now quantity over quality business model is fully dependent on people staying on Disney plus. Mm -hmm. There's a whole thing where it's like you get these six episode long series that release weekly, mm-hmm. that's two months of subscription. They yeah. get you hooked in, and so you have one episode left before the subscription ends, and so you renew for another month, and then they get you hooked <laughs> into the next one. Yep. Um, and same thing with movies. They're just putting all these movies on there, and like you only care about maybe 5% of the movies, but that are those 5% worth mm-hmm. paying for Disney Plus? You betcha. Yeah, okay. That's a weird thing. From, I just said you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> I, uh, I'm about to go up to South Dakota and it's already coming out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I buy that, um, to a point. Uh, so theater movies though, or is that just is that independent of that or, um, I don't know. Cause I think, you know, your average movie goer goes to two movies a year and i i suspect that that two movies a year thing is a little outdated at this point yeah i think we're just more of a pop culture aware society at this point and more invested but it might be like a four movie a year kind of thing for your average consumer at some point if you have four marvel movies a year and a star wars movie and a couple of dc movies and uh Lord of the Rings prequel movie and uh, Jurassic movie and all of these things, you're really just overcrowding the market. Yeah. And I mean, we've been saying that for a long time, but you add in all these streaming shows and it just, it feels like people are going to get exhausted. But I think there's that equilibrium of you're not getting everyone to go see every movie, right? You're getting 60% of people to go see every single movie and as long as that's making the money back, mm-hmm. like they will continue to increase their supply until they see the drop in demand. Mm-hmm. They're they're playing. The, that's probably what's happening is it's yeah. not going to pop. It's going to stabilize at a certain output of movies per year because they're going to find what that equilibrium is of that supply and demand where they can get the most out of us. Hey, market forces. Woo! You just said they didn't work. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I have a very socialist view of, of economics. <laughs> uh, that is to say, incoherent. I'm going to kill you. Boom, got him. <laughs> uh, all right. Ah, man, I just wish things would stop. Everything would stop. I wish the world would stop spinning and we would all just fly 800,000 miles per hour out the window. Then our, all our shows would be about being sad in space. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Avatar Studios, the good Avatar. Oh, okay. Uh, they have announced that they are going to do. Where did the news go? Uh, Paramount and Avatar Studios have mm-hmm. slated three animated Avatar movies, and this okay. is with the original creators, okay, who had left uh, the Netflix this is, series. This is what they did after Netflix yep. and them. 
uh, Kiyoshi, Zuko, and Korra. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get a movie of Avatar Kiyoshi, who is the one with the big feet, mm-hmm. uh, where that whole episode is, includes the namesake of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuko, which, dude, there's so much to do with him as a Fire Lord deal. Like, they can go dark, too, with, like, post-World War II Germany. Like, all yeah. these people being like, what did we just do? <laughs> uh, and then Korra. I don't have a whole lot of investment in Korra because I never finished that show. You need to watch that at some point. Um, but there could probably be some pretty good, uh, kind of, um, industrialism stuff in there. Probably. you know, Korra has like metal bending and there's a lot of like, it's more steampunk. Oh, okay. In, in Legend of Korra, you get more, it gets more steampunk. Okay. Um, and so you could probably get like industrialist, uh, the conflict of industrialism yeah. versus spirit, spirit realm. Unless they did that in, in the Korra. Didn't they do that in Love, Death and Robots? Uh, I believe they did that in episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, and 13 of season 1. And then of season 2 is episodes 1, 2, 3. <laughs> Look, they hit the same note, but they do it well most of the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, oh, there was a Sandman trailer a couple weeks ago that we forgot to talk about. What's that about? Sandman. The, the guy with the, the, the Steve from Blue's Clues shirt? No, the uh, the, I, yeah, the okay. Neil Gaiman, <laughs> yeah. the Netflix adaptation. Yeah, um, Neil's really excited about it. I would good. Okay, is it like original Sandman or is it like DC Sandman? Uh, I think it's an adaptation of the the first stuff that came. Okay, out. like the actual like uh, mm-hmm. oh crap, what's it called? Something theater. Probably. I haven't read any. I, oh, okay. I gotta read them. I keep Is it the to. books or the graphic novels? Graphic novels. Okay, cool. Good, because I don't want to read books. I don't read books. You're backsliding. I am backsliding. I gotta get back to reading again. Yep. I I haven't read I haven't read comics in a while. I've been on a video game bender. Mm. Which is a problem. That'll do it. It's bad for my mood. Yep. Any other news? Oop. It's only been 27 minutes and I guarantee about 10 minutes of that was that nonsense we cut out at the beginning mm-hmm. uh we heard from bethesda guy todd uh can't remember his last name mm-hmm. uh but those are the people who make the elder scrolls games like skyrim and also the fallout games mm-hmm. uh told us that fallout 5 is coming after elder scrolls 6 and lit to which everyone in the world responded finish elder scrolls 6 before you commit to the next one damn it <laughs> <laughs> they just need to finish the game there's a girl or there's an old girl there's a woman whose uh her nickname online is skyrim grandma because mm-hmm. she like plays sky she streams uh, skyrim and she's like 75 years old nice. and she's begging them to finish elder school six before she dies <laughs> it's like all over the news for like the skyrim fan base it's just like come on skyrim grandma just wants to play six let's go uh... Did you find anything else in my ramblings uh not really no i hate slow news weeks yeah uh leah sado has been cast in dune 2 who leah sado who's that uh the madeline swan also you called it wrong called it the wrong name it's tune tune yeah she's what she's in what uh she was madeline swan in the two most recent james bond movies blonde girl oh Wait. Bond girl. 
She's also in Ghost Protocol. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. She's the secondary villain in Ghost Protocol. Nice. The only one I haven't seen. That's not true. I saw it way back, like, just after it came out. But that was at, the, at that time, that had been the only one I'd seen. Mm. And then when I went back a while, a couple of years ago, and watched them all, that's the only one I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. I know. I like them. I'm really hyped for number seven. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. Seven and eight. Yeah. Seven and seven, two. Yep. They've got a Harry Potter. It. Yeah. I'm so, do, what, how do you feel about the two-part finales? Have we talked about this? Uh... Probably, but in general, not a huge fan. I think it was fine in Harry Potter because there was a lot of material to get in that last mm-hmm. book. And I think um, you've got two tonally distinct, or you, that book is really two tonally distinct parts. Mm-hmm. And I think they captured that well on film. Uh, it made a mockery of Hunger Games, pun absolutely intended. Nice. Um, I can't imagine why it possibly would have been useful for Twilight. <laughs> um uh for mission impossible i am completely and utterly in favor because i want as much content as i possibly can get out of that franchise right now fair enough that is i think that's the single franchise that has been the most consistently successful um as far as just making good movies in film history two is not terrible <laughs> It's not great. I love but how it's... that sound just automatically make, makes you think of two. It does. It really, really does. Yeah. But that one is leaps and bounds above the worst, say, James Bond movie mm-hmm. or the worst Harry Potter universe movie or Marvel movie. Or... Harry Potter universe movie. <laughs> I did have to specify that because it's probably on par with Goblet of Fire, yeah. um, but way better. Which, than... yeah, like I with Goblet of Fire, like watching it through... It's not good, but it's not that bad. No, it's 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 not terrible. A lot of people really genuinely like it. I think it's Kalen's favorite. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's one of the best books. And I think mm. if you're a fan of the book, it's yeah. nice to see it on screen. But I think as a, movie, it. as a movie, it doesn't hold up in its own right very well. Yeah. But anyway, it's not really the question we're talking about. Um, brief shout out to OU Athletics, the women's softball team huh. out there. Kicking butt and taking names as they usually do. Uh, yeah. Won the, the World Series and the men's baseball team. Can you explain to me why it's called a World Series when there is not a single other country involved in any of the World Series? Have you not heard of the Toronto Blue Jays? Are they in the World Series? The baseball World Series. Are they the only other national team? Right now, there used to be the Montreal Expos, but then they moved to Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> We Americanized them pretty hard. They became the Washington Nationals. <laughs> uh, well, so, yeah, I mean, in college, no, it's the Women's College World Series. So it's um, because there aren't any international teams that could compete with the best American players on a level playing field because the MLB just takes all the best talent from everywhere else. Mm. So um that's called employment capitalism or something something yeah um and so the women's softball team is awesome like the alabama football team wishes they were the powerhouse the ou's women's softball team is (laughs) um the baseball team the ou baseball team has historically been fairly mediocre and they just advanced to the finals of the college world series this this year after being picked in the preseason polls to finish sixth in the big 12 
I saw the uh, the um, Notre Game Notre Game Dame. That's the words. Yep, I saw that game. Nice. I was in a pizza place and it was on TV. Very good. But uh, I was in Texas, so it was weird. Like I, I saw, I was like, oh yeah, OU's on TV. I'm not in Oklahoma. OU's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like that opposite effect that I had when I first moved to Oklahoma as an Mm -hmm. OU fan. And I was like, whoa, like everyone's wearing OU shirts. I'm a Norman. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Now I have the opposite. Yep. Uh, Have we Um, killed enough time? Yeah, probably. Can we end it? Yep. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and other places where podcasts are um as we mentioned up top uh do leave us a like and a subscribe and a five-star review even a six-star review if you can go that far on uh any of those mediums i guess if you can leave a six-star review it's probably because it's an out of 10 scale in which case you should give us at least an eight um call back to my brother's best man speech at my wedding there oh my god (laughs) uh man i'm so pissed at him it's like I get I get your feeling with him as a brother now because mm-hmm. like the two best man speeches I wrote I spent like months on them like yep. fine tuning it and practicing yeah. it I will say they were both really good they I were think. really good Gage did you like mine I hope you liked mine because you, you're not getting another one the, uh, uh, ill-timed <laughs> and tasteless joke that still just rises to my head to my memory every now and then <laughs> was I wasn't good... even there <laughs> oh yeah you weren't <laughs> uh, but then your brother just freaking wings it he spent a couple hours working something oh out my the God. day before. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, not the movie we're talking about. Uh, you can find us on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. If you came here from TikTok, thanks for sticking around. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about some stuff that we've been up to. Yeah. Um, Top Gun Maverick. I saw that. Oh. We'll talk about that. I hasn't seen it yet. Well, that's okay. I can talk about it a little bit. Okay. I've been playing a lot of video games. Okay, if you like like video games, you can listen to Preston talk about that and me probably watch the Giants game a little bit on my phone. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're on Facebook, sort of. We're on Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod, sort of. We're on Instagram, at Just Us Losers Pod, sort of. Uh, We have a Gmail, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts, dear listeners. should say singular, but... um, uh, about the quality over quantity bubble. Is it a bubble? When's it going to pop? What it's might a, be the precipitating factors? Quantity over quality bubble. <laughs> edit, 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 edit that in. Edit that in. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.